0: Butcher Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So Tom, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello, uh, my name is Tom. I am 21 years old and I am a biology graduate from Cornwall. And uh, thank you very much for having me on the uh, on the show, Jemima. Thank you for having me on Butcher Baker Podcast Maker Lockdown edition.
0: This is the first podcast I have recorded in Zoom, in Zoom, in lockdown. Yeah, my brain's obviously really working today.
1: First and possibly last, depending on how this one goes.
0: Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Now, on to the food questions. Excellent. So Tom, what did you have for supper last night?
1: Last night... I was in Wetherspoons uh, on the last day before lockdown, so my dinner was very disappointing. It was a eight-ounce rump steak and chips, but it was a Weatherspoon steak with no sauce uh, and no accoutrements or salad or mushrooms or tomatoes or anything, so it was rather depressing. Oh. Yeah. What can you do?
0: At least you were out on the last day of freedom.
1: Absolutely, I had one 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 day left of freedom before I got locked away forever.
0: What was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? Oh,
1: favourite kind of food. Well, growing up in Cornwall, uh, you're definitely encouraged to like really like fresh fish, and I just didn't at all. Like, I think I had probably quite basic food tastes as a kid. I'd like pizza and I'd like roasts and stuff like that. Nothing dairy. Adventures or anything like that Probably pasta I'd say was my favourite Food growing up As a kid Just because It was often served with cheese And I love cheese I love cheese more than anything
0: Tomato pasta Or carbonara
1: Gonna say probably tomato pasta, like a really nice spag bowl was like yeah. my go-to food as a kid. And like mum mum still makes it now, and it's just like it hasn't changed in like twenty-one years and it's still just really good.
0: Fair point. What was your favorite restaurant or place to eat at whilst you were growing up?
1: <sighs> growing up. Um I was never really a fast food kid. Like I didn't do like the McDonald's and, and KFC and all that. Um I always really liked Pizza Express. Because it was just kind of aggressively middle class enough to make you feel like you were going out for a really nice meal, but actually didn't cost that much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was like affordable but still nice. Uh, I loved pizza as a kid, and like the one we went to had a lovely like look out over the harbour. And because I was a, a strange child, that was really into like animals and stuff. Whilst we waited for our food, I'd just go and play in the sea, and just go like <laughs> look at fish and stuff, and then come back in and eat. Which looking back, I definitely shouldn't have been allowed to do, but Does obviously my parents. Like much- Changed. Not me. No, literally nothing has changed apart <laughs> from I've turned it into a career.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what is your current favorite kind of food?
1: Current favourite kind of food. Um I've only recently uh kind of experimented with curries. Like that was just something I didn't eat growing up. A lot at all And like now I've kind of matured My taste buds have matured I've really been enjoying eating curries Uh Curries and definitely like fresh fish Like fish that was caught off the boat Like the day you ate it Uh I'd probably say at the, at the moment Are my favourite go-to foods So things like lobster and mackerel And things like that That I know are, are caught super locally Like just kind of 20 minutes down the road from me That I know I can go buy Straight off the harbour I think that's probably really nice
0: Lovely So what is your current favourite restaurant Or place to eat
1: at? Uh I mean currently not none because none of them are open Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we weren't in lockdown
1: if we weren't in lockdown um it's probably the one that I always come back to and I think whenever I'm in like a a good mood or a bad mood or I'm hungry or I'm not hungry I always my mind goes to is is the burger place in Cheltenham where we both went to uni called Holy Cow oh yeah I think it's possibly because I just follow all their social media and I see it a lot but like whenever anything goes right I want to celebrate with a holy cow if anything Ever, anything ever goes wrong, I want to commiserate with a holy cow. I, I, when I finished my dissertation, the first thing on my mind was I'm going to buy myself a holy cow and I'm going to enjoy it in my flat by myself on lockdown. And that's my treat to myself and I think that was probably one of the highlights of my third year was eating a holy cow burger in my <laughs> flat alone after finishing 6,000 words of a dissertation in the middle of a global pandemic. But like, yeah, I think that's probably of my favourite place to eat right now.
0: So Tom, what is your favourite vegetable?
1: Oh, favorite vegetable. Well that I, I see this as kind of a two-pronged thought. So either there's one thing that you think hands down tastes the best, or is it the best vegetable based entirely on versatility of what it can be used in? So I think my first thought went to tomato, but of course that's a fruit, so it doesn't count. Um okay. favorite vegetable. Do you know what? I do really like a turnip. I know I know it's a it's a root vegetable, but like it's in a lot of things I really like. It's in a lot of stews. You can have like turnip and sweet mash with a roast and more importantly uh, being a Cornish lad is that turnip and swede uh, make up a big part of a Cornish pasty so I'd I'd say I'd say probably a turnip would be my favourite vegetable
0: That's the first time we've had a turnip
1: Yeah Well do you want to know a fun fact about turnips and swedes? Why not? They're actually the same thing but different sizes Ah Yeah so a turnip is small and a swede is a big turnip
0: Okay, so what is your current favourite biscuit?
1: Biscuit. Um, So we can't actually have chocolate biscuits in my house anymore because the doctor's... I've told my mum that she can't eat chocolate, it's bad for her. So currently favourite biscuit goes to Lotus Biscoff. And I know it's very generic and like everyone has it and free with their coffee or whatever. But as far as like a chocolateless biscuit goes, I think it's it's pretty top tier. I'm a big fan of the biscoff.
0: They are delicious. Yeah, I agree. They go,
1: they go with pretty much everything. You can have it with tea, you can have it with coffee, you can have it with hot chocolate, you can have it with wine if you really want to.
0: Who is your current favorite chef? This can be from a book. A recipe, social media, anything. Favorite
1: chef? Um, see, I'm really like unculinary, like when it comes to like following recipes and like making my own food and stuff but uh, there's always one chef that I will always continuously pay attention to and that's Binging with Babish and like replicating famous food from like pop culture media and, and films and TV shows that like although it's created entirely from fantasy for a TV show still manages to like be created realistically and taste good so I like I always watch his videos and, like that's really interesting and cool to watch
0: I don't think I've ever heard of that person before you know,
1: I would highly recommend checking out Binging with Babbage. so b-i-n-g-i-n-g with b-a-b-i-s-h uh so he he recreates famous foods from movies and television games and films and stuff like that but he does it in the real world so of course he swaps out a lot of ingredients but still manages to make it look pretty much spot on for what he's replicating and apparently tastes amazing and of course he's got um Uh, Cookbooks and stuff, basically going back across all the stuff he's done previously. And he's like a very philanthropic chef. He'll go out and like donate uh, money to like people in need, and like go and go and help people where he can and stuff. So I would I would highly recommend checking him out.
0: Sounds really interesting. Yeah, I will. Which is your favourite ring on the hob?
1: Oh, favourite ring on the hob. Uh, So my student flat only had two. Uh, So it was definitely the closest one. When I was in my student flat, because it would just—I didn't have to reach across and like almost burn myself trying to do it and stuff. So, but now yeah. I've got four ring hob at home. Uh, so we've got like a big, uh, like lacrosse, um like cooking pot that always sits on the hob yeah. uh, when the hob, when the hob's not on, and entirely out of, and it takes up probably like a third of the entire hob when it's just sat there. There's nothing in it. It's just sat there because it's too big to go in a drawer or anything. Yeah. Uh, and so the only the the only real ring on the hob that doesn't have the pot covering it is the front left so nearest to me on the left and that's probably my favorite entirely out of the one it's the only one i can use without having to make the effort of moving this massive like 15 kilogram cooking pot out of the way so probably front left simply out of laziness so if i'm going to go make soup it's just going to be the front left one because i can't be bothered to move a really heavy pot
0: great plan (laughs) so So it's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what is your starter or starters? Because it's a magical place mm. where you can have as much as you'd like.
1: Okay. So so this is when it's it's last meal, this presupposes the fact that I'm on death row.
0: Well, you can I choose that or you're <laughs> going I'm somewhere lit-
1: else. I'm, lit- I'm literally about to be executed.
0: That's your choice, whether you are or you're not.
1: Okay. We'll, we'll say for legal reasons I'm, I'm being executed. Um, in that case... Uh, so I have two trains of thought on this. So my first one is I would just have leafy salads. I'd have... 17 courses of leafy salads now hear me out Why? so as you probably as you probably well know Gerard, leafy salads like really like spinach and and arugula and stuff like that they take forever to eat right because you're constantly chewing and chewing and chewing they take forever to eat so i'd have 17 courses of salad so by the time that i finish that last bowl of salad it's been about 24 years so i would <laughs> die of natural causes and not have to be executed
0: you're the one that's saying you're going to be executed i just I said this <laughs> is your final meal
1: I was given no introduction on this. (laughs) Your final meal makes me think I'm on death row. Um, Or your
0: favourite ever meal.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, So starter main and pudding. So starter would probably be uh, some sort of like deep fried cheese. Like I'm thinking halloumi fries or maybe like a, a camembert. Or something like that So, it's Some sort of cheese that I can dip in things That's definitely going to be my go-to stuff. Are you
0: having crackers with it or bread?
1: Um, do you know what? I have a bread but with like a bread with olives And mushrooms and like chestnuts yeah. and stuff Like a a hot bread like that that you can dip in a big pot of cheese. That's my starter. Main, very simply, it's going to be a roast chicken. It's going to be a Sunday roast. It's going to be lots of potatoes. It's going to be unconventional, I know, but Yorkshire puddings with a chicken. I know it's normally safe for lamb and beef, but Yorkshire puddings with a chicken. I'm dying. I get to make the choice. Yorkshire puddings with a chicken. You've got gravy, you've got broccoli, you've got carrots, parsnips, you've got Swede mash, you've got roast chickens, you've got Brussels sprouts, and you've got pigs in blankets.
0: You're having Brussels sprouts?
1: Yeah, I actually genuinely like Brussels sprouts.
0: Are you having peas?
1: No peas. Peas are weird. What? With a... Not with a roast, absolutely not.
0: Okay, I'm controversial. We're also,
1: we're also keeping the cauliflower away from her. It's untraditional. If you've ever seen Pete show, you just know that putting cauliflower with a roast, it just leads leads to havoc. You can't be dealing with it. And then pudding is it's split between two favorite pudding of all time has got to be a creme brulee. It's got yeah. to be a vanilla creme brulee. The the top's just been blowtorched. You crack it with the bottom of a spoon, and then you've got a lovely creme brulee. And my story behind that is I was in a pretty bad breakup about two years ago and like for the probably like the first three weeks after the breakup, I ate pretty much only creme brulee.
0: That's a good choice.
1: And like, it's just creme brulee is fantastic. Creme brulee will never leave. It'll never (laughs) disappoint you. Creme brulee is always there for you, you know? And then uh, following that, it would be a, uh, a cheese course, I'd say, to finish up. So you've got some brie, you've got some cheddar, you've got crackers, you've got a little bit of wine fantastic bit of red leicester you've got some stilton going on there amazing
0: honestly that's the fastest meal ever and you answered all my questions
1: uh again i had no introduction to this i've been making all of this up on the spot so
0: how (laughs) (laughs) the only question i asked was the first one And you even answered, will you have a cheese board before I even said it? Marvellous.
1: It's about eight o'clock at the time of recording and I might have to go and make myself a cheese board after this.
0: Recommended.
1: Hello. Sorry about that, my my internet connection just went a little bit There we go, there we go, is it back now?
0: I think so, yeah Perfect The fastest last meal ever I even gave <laughs> you a no capacity, so you can have other things but... I don't,
1: there's nothing else that I'd kind of want, to be honest I think that covers all my bases You don't have
0: any sides either
1: You don't have sides with a roast I don't think I need one, if anyone turns around and says Do you want some garlic bread? It's like, with a roast? no. Nah, you're not out of here I don't want that <laughs> Not, not on my watch. Absolutely not.
0: Okay, so Biscuit of the Week would usually be the next category, but I can't send you biscuits in the post because... You can't.
1: I uh, The government has decided I can't come and see you to collect the biscuits as well, so...
0: <laughs> I don't think brownies would travel well, so...
1: No, no, not at the moment, no.
0: Um, what biscuits have you been enjoying the most this week? I think you've probably already said it, but...
1: I mean I, li- I like a lotus biscoff at the moment. Uh I've been enjoying like the the jam and cream ones from Lidls that are definitely just off brand of something else, but they're still really nice. Um other biscuits have I been enjoying. That like you know when you see family at Christmas and they yeah. give you a tray of tray of biscuits and it's always in a metal tin. Yeah. I've been enjoying those. I've had some family members send me biscuits like that, and then there isn't a better feeling on earth than finishing one of those. And finding out there's a whole nother layer of biscuits (laughs) underneath if you lift it up. there's, There's an entire second layer of biscuits. That's just a fantastic feeling.
0: So this is the part of the podcast where we like to highlight local businesses or food places that mm-hmm. you have enjoyed over the years or currently are enjoying so do you have any local shout outs?
1: Um, yeah absolutely so uh, local to myself in in, in very southwest Cornwall most, uh, most southern town in the UK actually is a place called uh, Landed Fish and Chips in Porthleven. Uh, it's a fantastic little it's kind of a, a play on your traditional fish and chips, but they have just some fantastic fresh fish that's bought bought straight off the boat from from four locations near me, and they've got just some fantastic food. They've got lobster roll, they've got monkfish, they've got mackerel, they've got gurnard, they've got John Dory, and it's all really just fantastic quality um, at like pretty pretty acceptable prices as well. Like, there's no, of course, no sit in at the moment because lockdown and everything, but they are offering kind of takeaway and local delivery. So if anyone uh, listening is from around here. I would highly recommend checking out uh, Landed in Port 11.
0: Sounds great. So, do you have any places where you would like to plug your account? Where can people um, find you? Uh,
1: so, I'm on I'm on Instagram at uh, the Tome Cowley. So that's Tom E C O W L E Y. Or on Twitter, I am uh, Gronk G R O N K. Or at Beatles yee
0: yeah good
1: I've, I've never been more ashamed to plug myself on social media but here we are
0: <laughs> i was waiting for that <laughs> well thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you
1: so much for having having me on i've really enjoyed it excellent i will uh, I'm, I'm sure i'll be back at some point
0: <laughs> thank you so much for listening and you can find the podcast at butcher baker podcast maker on instagram facebook and twitter bye butcher baker podcast maker the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat I think it's working. I have no idea. Let's testing. Testing.
1: Testing, testing.
0: I think it's I think it's recording. Who knows? Anyway,